0: Hello, my name is Brother Brian Vicaro. I'm a seminarian with the Redemptorists here at St. Gerard's Parish in San Antonio, Texas. Today we are celebrating the feast of the presentation of the Blessed Virgin Mary in the temple. And I'd like to begin our reflection with a reading from the Book of Revelation. I, John, heard a voice from heaven speak to me. Here are my two witnesses. These are the two olive trees and the two lampstands that stand before the Lord of the earth. If anyone wants to harm them, fire comes out of their mouths and devours their enemies. In this way, anyone wanting to harm them is sure to be slain. They have the power to close up the sky so that no rain can fall during the time of their prophesying. They also have power to turn water into blood and to afflict the earth with any plague as often as they wish. When they have finished their testimony, the beast that comes up from the abyss will wage war against them and conquer them and kill them. Their corpses will lie in the main street of the great city, which has the symbolic names Sodom and Egypt where indeed their Lord was crucified. Those from every people, tribe, tongue, and nation will gaze on their corpses for three and a half days, and they will not allow their corpses to be buried. The inhabitants of the earth will gloat over them and be glad and exchange gifts, because these two prophets tormented the inhabitants of the earth. But after the three and a half days, a breath of life from God entered them. When they stood on their feet, great fear fell on those who saw them. Then they heard a loud voice from heaven say to them, Come up here. So they went up to heaven in a cloud as their enemies looked on. The word of the Lord. Thanks. To God. Today we celebrate the feast of the presentation of the Blessed Virgin Mary in the temple. And this event is not found in Scripture. This event is found in a second century Christian text called the Proto Gospel of James. And in that story, the parents of Mary bring her to the temple when she is three years old. And they leave her there as a dedicated gift to God and there she remains until she becomes engaged and married to Joseph we know that Mary was dedicated and a special creation because in her Immaculate Conception she was preserved from original sin. And if we look at what Scripture tells us about her, we see throughout her life that she was a committed and dedicated witness to God. At the Annunciation, the angel appeared to her and she didn't understand how all of the events would unfold. But she trusted in the Lord and she said, Let it be done to me as you say. When Herod was seeking the life of her baby, she and Joseph fled to Egypt in order to protect their child. During Jesus's ministry, I'm sure that she was aware of what was going on, the successes he had, the troubles and the difficulties when he was rejected by people, and she felt those joys and those pains that her son was going through. She was present at the foot of the cross watching her son die and she experienced the joy of the resurrection when she saw him once again. Mary's witness was constant. She experienced trials and tribulations, joys and sorrows, but she was always dedicated to God. The same is true for the two witnesses in the reading that I read which comes from our first reading in our liturgy today. These two witnesses have been tapped by God to proclaim God's message to the world. They do so. Some accept their message, others reject it, and ultimately though, they get killed. The beast kills them, and people gloat over their death as they lie unburied for three and a half days. But ultimately, God brings them back. And God rewards them for their faithfulness by bringing them up to heaven to spend eternity with him. As Christians, we too are called to live dedicated and committed lives to God. And it's a commitment and a dedication that we must make each and every day. Day after day, week after week, year after year. It is not a commitment that we can simply wake up and say, I will be a committed follower of God from this day forward, and it just happens. We must consciously make that decision each and every moment of our lives. And what does this committed, dedicated commitment to God look like? It entails having a deep relationship with god one where we regularly pray and are in communication with god so that we can deepen our relationship with god we regularly partake of the sacraments where we can go and experience god in our lives god's love god's healing god's forgiveness and grow closer to him it entails living gospel values such as honesty integrity, charity, a willingness to look out for the other. And when we see someone in need being willing to step out and say, I am here, I will help you. It entails fulfilling our duties, whether they are within our families, at our job, in the community service that we do, doing the things that we have committed to doing. And finally, it entails being a public witness. Proclaiming the message of God in the marketplace, in our places of work, within our families, the places that we shop. We are called to be public witnesses. Now, being a witness is not easy. Like Mary, like the two witnesses in our reading, we will likely encounter difficulty we will likely encounter rejection, and we may even encounter physical harm or death. But we take hope. We take hope because we know that God travels with us. God is with us. God loves us. God sustains us. And we know that if we persevere in this calling, we too, like Mary and like the two witnesses, We'll hear at the end of our life, good and faithful servant, come spend eternity with me.